Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, folks, welcome to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am your host, Francisco. I'm excited. Today, I have a very special guest. He goes by Flat Earth Dave. He has a big following on YouTube. He has been a flat earther since 2015, from what I've seen. Um, Dave, I really want you to give me an education on uh, flat earth theory, because um, my whole life I have been raised to believe that the earth is round. So I really wanted a breakdown of how you perceive that the world is flat. And all jokes aside, I really want you to break it down to me and let me know where the theory came from. Yeah, the theory came from the, the, the deception of the globe is less than 100 years old. Um, but wait a minute. I thought it was about 2000 years ago. Everything before 1900 is a lie. Every single thing you've ever been told about it is completely a lie. There was an advanced civilization here called Tartaria. Um, that's a whole nother show. Um, but when I started looking into flat earth, I went in kicking and screaming. I didn't, I wasn't, you sound like pretty open-minded. You'd like teach me when someone said, Hey Dave, have you looked in the flat earth? Watch this one minute video. I banned them from our social media and I never let them comment on any of my videos again, because they're too stupid to even, if I could have blocked them from watching my podcast or listening to it, I would have because they're too stupid. And um, then I was forced to kicking and screaming and to look into it. So the thing is when you, when you look into flat earth, you, you have a misconception. The thing is, Flat earthers know more about the globe model than people that believe that it's a globe, that defend the globe. And the, the globe earthers um, don't know that they don't know. And what they think about the flat earth is ridiculous. They think this is the flat earth, a disc floating in space. This is dumb. No flat earther thinks this, right? They think that we're, you know, they go, what about the other planets where you're a pancake and everyone else is a, is a ball? Um, we don't think that. We don't think other planets are flat either. We don't believe in planets and we'll get into that. Um, so what is the flat earth? Well, think about this. When, it, when there's water outside, where does it accumulate? Where does the water accumulate? I mean, on the surface. It, a surface on the top of a hill or at the bottom? The bottom, the bottom, it accumulates in the low spot in the land, right? So if you look at a puddle, the edge of the puddle is where it's wherever the land is consistently higher than the water. And that contains the puddle. So water needs a container. Any large body of water needs a container. So look at a pond. The pond is just a bigger puddle. The edge of the pond is where the land is consistently higher than the pond. If you dug out some of the shoreline of the pond, the water would run right through it. It would go away because it needs a container. Go bigger, right. you're looking at a lake, okay? A lake, what's the edge of a lake? Same thing. It needs a container. It's where the land is higher than the water, right? So mm -hmm. think of the world, all of the known world, all of the oceans is a giant lake. And the shoreline of that lake is where the land is higher than the water consistently. Well, that land is known as Antarctica. Antarctica is not a continent at the bottom of a ball. Antarctica is the shoreline of our world. It is the container of our lake. They say our world is 70% water. Well, large bodies of water at rest lay flat, scientifically, testably, provably, measurably flat. Mm. Okay. And if we go to the edge of the lake, do we fall off? No, we don't fall off the lake. There's land there. So the, the logical question is what's out here in this 
outer space. Okay. We don't know. So, it's off limits. So yeah. let me ask you a question. So when you have the so when you have the lakes, some of these lakes actually meet with the ocean. So and you see that divide where it goes from the water from a from a, a lake to the ocean, you can see the discoloration between the pool when they meet. Well, that that's we're talking you know ponds and stuff within our world, but our entire world ocean, all of the continents are surrounded by water, but all of the water needs a container. It's surrounded by land. Now there's lakes and great lakes and different we call these things different oceans and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they just came out and announced that there's a new ocean now. It's called the Southern Ocean, right? What's going on there, right? This pink line here is 60 degrees south. Nobody is allowed to independently explore beyond this line. Wow. Right? They came up with the Antarctic Treaty after Admiral Byrd uh, flew out over Antarctica and goes, there's more land bigger than the United States filled with resources that no human has ever set eyes upon. And then quickly, they created the Antarctic Treaty, right? Uh, A bunch of countries signed on. And then all the other countries signed on, you know, where nobody's allowed to explore Antarctica. What? They're like, well, we have to protect the penguins. We have to protect the penguins. Thank you. And uh, we'll protect the ice. Thank you. Ouch. Um, after, I'm just getting fatigued. I'm losing my voice. Oh, you're good, man. Um, and, and, but we can go deforest the Amazon. <laughs> we can deforest the Amazon. That's no problem, but we can't go to Antarctica, even in the war for unlimited resources where there's tons of them. We can't go down there. Dumbest thing ever. Um, no one's allowed to go there. It's guarded. You can't go. If you try to go, you'll be arrested and sent to jail. So what's out there? I don't know. We're not allowed out there, but it's probably more land beyond Antarctica. Lots more land. Maybe other continents beyond Antarctica. Here's a map. Japanese map from 10 centuries ago showing, I don't know, 30 or so (laughs) other continents in the outer space. So do you believe in Pangea? Do you believe there was a Pangea with the the, the massive landmass? Nope. (laughs) Is that okay? Yeah, I mean... Our continents are not moving. The ancient pyramids, the Stonehenge, they're all aligned with the same stars that they were aligned with before, right? In the heliocentric model, right? You have to believe, right? This is what you have to believe, to believe in the heliocentric, that's the globe model. You have to believe that we're corkscrewing through space in four different directions at once. We're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. We're orbiting at 66,600 miles an hour around the sun. We're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour. And that entire system's moving sideways at over a million miles per hour. But somehow, when you look at the stars tonight, in a year or 10 years from tonight, mm-hmm. look up and every star will be in the exact same position it was. But meanwhile, we're traveling four and a half billion miles a year in just one direction. And none of the stars ever change. Does that make any sense to you? So you do believe like the sun is a is a giant gas ball, though, right? I do not. Absolutely not. So the sun is so within the, sun- the Earth system, right? The sun is here within the Earth. Okay? okay. It's not. I don't believe it's a physical object. How do you explain this? I'm Everybody, being- you can't explain it. Neither can I. Okay. So the sun that we see is not physical. 
right? I mean, if you believe that the sun is a giant gas ball, you have to believe that when you're watching the sunset, you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound. Okay, you're on the top of a ball, you're falling over backwards, and the sun's staying still, and it just looks like it's going down, when in fact, it's just clearly going away. Here's the sun just going away. I'm not falling over backwards. It's time lapse. Mm. The sun is just moving away. Right? So what about the moon? What about the moon, though? So, I mean, we can clearly see the moon during the day. Sometimes, sometimes during, during certain times of the uh, the month, every month, there we can see the sun. But the next time you have a day moon, which is not now, um, look at it. There's blue sky beyond it. It's right here. It's very close. It's within the Earth system, right? Does this sun look like I'm falling over backwards? All of this land is speeding away a thousand miles an hour, or is that sun, whatever that is, just moving across the sky, right? Right. But so, wouldn't they test that to gravity, though, for us not being able to... to gravity is a made-up theory. They don't know how it works. They have to make up 96% dark matter because they're like, well, we've never seen dark matter. We've never measured it, but it has to be there or gravity doesn't work or your theory is wrong, okay? And, and even with the dark matter, it doesn't work. Think about this. There's a thing called the three-body problem, okay? Right? NASA, you know, not, not NASA, just any computer scientist, you can take the... the um most sophisticated advanced supercomputer and you make a model I say, all right, I got a sun, I got an earth and I put them into orbits uh, with their, you know, perspective gravity and it works perfectly and it can predict what it's going to do for days, weeks, months, years, whatever. It works perfectly. Then you introduce a third object, a moon, another moon or a sun, a moon or an earth, another planet in there and the entire system goes into chaos mode and they can never predict what it's going to see next what it, what's going to happen next but meanwhile we have all of these bodies in our solar system alone and they have alignments all the time but nothing ever goes out of whack we can predict where they're going to be for thousands and thousands of years so how do we how do people okay so like i told you i was raised to believe that the earth was round so was i so how do we circumnavigate the globe though i mean these planes have to go you know from point a to point b and and it's around. I mean, from like right. I said, I'm just going based off of how I was raised. I was yeah. raised to believe it. No, the world no, was I'm with you. I'm with you. I was gonna say, all right, you got me. Circumnavigation proves the globe, <laughs> but actually, it doesn't. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm stalling while I'm trying to find my my image because Zoom mixes up my images on me. Um, so let me explain how it works. So the the Earth is flat. And at the center of the earth is the magnetic north. Now look at this compass. The compass is pointing north because it's pointing towards mm -hmm. the magnetic north. I'm trying to push this compass west, but west is a circle. West is not a straight line because I have to keep that compass pointing towards the north. So I can go west and go and just dead reckon west and go all the way around the world. I can go east, just stare at my compass going east, and I go all the way around the world. I come right back to where I started from. Huh. Right. So billions uh -huh. of people have circumnavigated east and west. Now, watch, I'm going to dead wreck in west and I'm not going to correct to the north. And as soon as I start moving, I'm heading south. South is away from the center. Every direction that you point is south. You can't point east because you're pointing south when you point east. You can't point west. Right now, if I go south. 
I just go away from the center and I'm not coming back. On a globe, I should pop up on the other side of the earth, but I don't. Okay, because the earth is flat. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever has circumnavigated self. No one has ever done it. They've tried to fake it a few times, but nobody has ever, ever, ever circumnavigated south. Tons have done it east and west, but nobody has ever done it south. So <clears throat> I'm just I, 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 like I was trying to wrap my head around this. And, and it's I mean, it's very intriguing. Is you're, you're making fascinating points. So, but what about all the images that we see from space of, you know, these, these planets and these stars out there? Is this all fake as well? Do you like, do you like these planets? Okay. Cause these are the bottoms of frying pans. Right. <laughs> okay. These is what NASA shows you, but the greatest uh, zoom lenses in our world show us this kind of stuff. So, so what right. are we, what are we actually seeing when we look up? And see these things, right? <clears throat> if you look at Mars through a P1000 camera, this is Mars. It's an energetic light. It's lit. All of the planets used to be called wandering stars, and they're all named after gods. What's up with that? <clears throat> so that, that's what Mars really looks like. This right is now. what Mars really looks like. Here's the star Arcturus. Here's the star. No, this is Arcturus. This is my favorite one. The other one was, was Capella. Right? What mm -hmm. is that? This is the star Sirius. Kind of looks like it's underwater. Here's a whole bunch of stars. Okay. What are we seeing? Some of them are in focus, some of them out of focus, but they're not burning balls of gas in a space vacuum. Right? That's impossible. You can't have a ball of gas in a vacuum. Right? Nothing exploded, became everything, and then all the rocks turned into planets, and all the gases coalesced into bigger balls that burst into flames and left a vacuum in between. Mm -hmm. You know what happens when you put gas in a vacuum? Whoosh, it goes, it equalizes in every direction. Okay. Yeah. Astronomy is pseudoscience, complete and total pseudoscience. You want to know what the real science is? It's going to piss you off. Astrology <laughs> is the real science. Astrology. Well, I mean, is the real science. I, I don't knock astrology at all. I don't know. I used you know, to knock the crap out of it. I used to think it was the dumbest thing ever. How does Mars in retrograde going to affect my life when it can't even affect the tides? <laughs> That's because Mars is right here within the Earth system, right? You know, how does a dusty, dirty ball that they call Mars, right? Here's Mars. Here's a rover. Got a little selfie of himself. Mm. But here's a shot of Greenland. Kind of yeah, looks like the same hill. Yeah, it, it kind of does look. It like kind exactly of or it is yeah. the same hill. <laughs> <laughs> okay they're busted this is from nasa uh -huh. this is not from nasa I, i'm just trying to figure out how like the guy that jumped that did the jump from outer from outer space and he was you mean uh, you mean that this guy, guy? Yeah, that exactly this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Neil, Neil. you're ready you're already ready for me dave <laughs> dude, dude there's only we've all been programmed i i had the same objections you are you are regurgitating programming now the question is now that I'm exposing it to you, are you going to be able to dismiss it, take in new information and realize what this world is? So now look at this. He even said in his interview, I saw the curve of the earth, right? Now, maybe he was paid to say that, or maybe he thought he saw the curve of the earth. What does he have over his face? He's got a curved glass. If he looked at the earth from the runway, he'd see the curve of the earth, right? But now if we look at all of the details, these rivers here and everything, we did. We zoomed in on all of this. This is all New Mexico. This is all New Mexico. 
the hell is going on here? This is a fisheye lens, a GoPro fisheye lens. He did two jumps before this as practice, mm. and none of them had GoPro lenses, and everything was flat. They changed it to this. They changed it to this for the television. For the for the television. So this was their proof, but this is all New Mexico. Plus, think about this: the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour to the east, right? Earth spins okay. to the east. That's why the sun appears to go from east to west because the earth is spinning, supposedly. He went up for three and a half hours. So if the earth is spinning to the east, he should be 3,000 miles out in the ocean, right? The earth is spinning out from underneath him. But when he landed, he landed east of where he took off from. So he went up, he outran the earth and landed ahead of it. That's a bit confusing on that part. It's not confusing. It's impossible. It's impossible. Okay. <laughs> we don't live on a ball. We don't live on a ball. So, uh, so from what I've seen from one of your videos, just to, so people, my audience, cause you know, you, you talk to a lot of different uh, people, on a lot of different shows, but for my audience specifically, how do you go from, what is this easiest point to go from one point of our earth to the other point of the earth? What, what you is the traveling fastest? traveling? Yes. Yeah. So airplane, what does that mean? Airplane, air, flying in the air, mm-hmm. plane over the earth plane, not air globe, right? The sea does not curve. Look at over here. This is a reflection across a flat floor and a flat ocean, right? If you added any convexity, you can do this experiment yourself. Get like a piece of metal or plastic and then bend it a little bit. This line immediately turns into a point. It stops. Any amount of curve you add to this, this is flat. Right. So the air, so air, uh, so Southern flights prove that the earth is um, flat and does not move. So let me show you my favorite. This is from, uh, from Santiago to Australia. Now, if the earth was flat, I mean, a globe, you just go zip and you're there. Shortest distance. Okay. Right. But we can't disturb the penguins. We can't disturb the penguins. So we have to fly around. We just fly around this way. That, that would be the shortest path, right? Would it make sense to go from here, fly all the way up to the USA on the other side of the ball? Would that make any sense? No. No, because of course it would not make any sense, right? But this is the way they go. They go all the way up here, all the way across and all the way down. Now, Western Australia, check this out. Remember this path. All the way up to East Coast, all the way across to the Far East, all the way down to Singapore and to here. Why didn't they just cut across the bottom like I showed you earlier? They went no. all the way up, all the way across, all the way down. And here's the reason. Check it out. We go all the way up across the U.S., Far East, Singapore, Western Australia. That's the route they take. It's a straight line. Huh. It's a straight line and the earth is flat. And that's the end of that. <laughs> so how long, how, so what, what got you turned on to being a flat earth uh, theory person, a person? What, what is it that, what realized, what made you click in your head and realize, Hey, the world is flat and I want to let the entire world know about this so they can, you know, they can wake up. Yeah, this is real important. And it's because this, this is the most important thing ever. And uh, the way I got into it was I was forced in kicking and screaming. You know, people started sending me stuff and I was like, I'm not watching that. And I 
ban them from our podcast and, and, you know, from, from commenting. And then I was forced to look and I went in trying to prove the globe. I said, I'm just going to prove the globe and end this letter is nonsense. And once I looked, I was like, wow, everything I knew was a lie. There's tons of proof of flat earth. There's zero proof of globe earth, right? Check this out. NASA is in charge of all flight routes, all GPS, all radar. Here's a flight from Taiwan to LA And this is the route they said they were taking. And right about here, somebody either had a heart attack or is having a baby. They needed to land. You're the pilot. Where are you going to land? Hawaii. Yeah. Well, didn't land in Hawaii. Next choice. Los Angeles? He went all the way to Los Angeles. No. He went all the way to Alaska. What? He went all the way to Alaska. Do you know why? Because this. Taiwan, emergency, Alaska. Hawaii's out here. Okay. This is the route that he took. Remember, this is the route that he took. So Santiago, all the way up across America, over the Far East, Singapore, Taiwan, straight line. That's what I showed you before. Yeah, because the easiest, from what I saw on the map, the easiest place for him to land would have been Hawaii. Well, that's good on the globe map. But here's the thing. There's 16 emergency landings. Great book. You can get it on lulu.com. You can get the PDF for free online, but it's a coffee table book. And this guy documents every um, 16 landings where the pilot landed, like emergency landings, landed like, why did he go all the way over there? Why did he go to Moscow? Why did he go here? Right? But that's where they told him to land. But if you draw a line from the destination to, on the flat map, draw a line from the destination to the, I mean, from the origin to the destination, every single landing spot is right along the line. Every time. What are the odds of that? Yeah. I mean, you make compelling you make compelling arguments, Dave. I can't I can't sit here and tell you that you don't make compelling arguments. Um, but you said this book, this book, it's free online. Well, it's free. It's called 16 Emergency Landings that Prove Flat Earth. Um, you can just look it up online. There's a download PDF version. But again, I'm a book kind of guy. I love yeah. it. You put it on a coffee table book. Friend comes over. They pick up the book like, damn, I'm a flat earther. OK, right. Because the book is it's an amazing book. But um, have you, you don't are you, you familiar with my app? I've I was watching some of your videos and I've been I'm, I'm intrigued by the app. I've been seeing it uh, and I was trying to get a, a better view and a better understanding about the app. Let me let so, me show you a couple things on the app. And uh, I'm not here to sell apps, but I'm here to let you make sure you get the app because the app is the key to learning. Because if you um, if you Google Flat Earth, you're going to get garbage. You're going to get nonsense. You can even Google the name of my video, the name of my channel, and it's going to give you. Um, all propaganda. They don't want you seeing this stuff. So uh, real quick, I'll show you um, how seasons work on the app, and then I'll show you a couple features on the app. Um, The sun and the moon circle around over the flat earth. If I speed it up, the sun will catch up to the moon. It laps the moon every 28 days. Okay? So the moon, its position and its phase, keep track of the weeks and the moons. Hmm, moons. There used to be 13 moons of 28 days. The sun... Keeps track of the hours and the days. So you see the moon is waning and getting smaller and smaller. Right. And then it'll disappear and it'll come out the other side of the sun. It'll start waxing again. 28 times around, um, it'll uh, it'll um, lap the moon and, and repeat. So the sun also migrates in between the tropics. Here, let me slow this down. Also, the stars do the same thing. The stars run faster than the the sun, but they lap the sun once a year. So a few months ago, um, a few months ago, the 
son was in cancer. Well, cancer outran it and it was in Leo and now it just left Leo and it's going into, I don't know what this is, Virgo, whatever it is. Virgo. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm a Virgo. So yeah, yes, so it's, it's, going, it's Virgo. going into Virgo and it'll go around like 30 times, work its way through Virgo and then go into the next one. And that's how the sun is in constellations. That's, that's exactly how it works. The sun also migrates in between, in between the um, Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn. Right, the Tropic of Cancer in June is where our sun is, and that's when we're having our winter because it's close to us. Where are you located? I am in South Carolina. All right, so oh, beautiful. Where are you near Spartansburg? No, I'm in. Uh, well, Spartansburg is about two hours away. I'm in Rock Hill, South Carolina. All right, so we're having a conference in uh, a flat Earth conference called Flattoberfest in Spartansburg in October, and you want to find that at flatearthfestivals.com. Or if you just go in the app and you go to this page, um, um, Flat Earth, where is it? Is it in here? Flat, Flat Earth, Earth bottom right. Bottom of the page. Yeah, bottom right, boom. Flat Earth Festival, uh, September 23rd to 24th. Music festival, conferences, coolest people ever. You'll be addicted. You'll have a great time. You should go. Um, <laughs> so getting out of that, um, the so the sun migrates. If I move the sun to August, September, October, November, December, it's out over the Tropic of Capricorn. Did I get to December or January? Went a little far. Let's go back in. Uh, April, May, June. All right. So that's so June. It's over the Tropic of Cancer, and that's when us in the north have our summer because the sun is closer to us. Right when it's closer to you, it's higher in the sky. It's over your head. Right. But somebody like in Australia, the sun's far away, so it's their winter in June, okay? So as it comes around here, you'll see it's going to go right over Miami. Miami's friggin' hot in June because the sun is directly over them. It's close. It's high in the sky. They have long days, right? Right. But if somebody in Australia was looking at it or South America, the sun's far mm. away, and it's their winter, Okay, so, um, Mexico, hot in June and July because the sun is directly over them. Australia, colder because they're farther away. But if I move the sun six months to December, it's now over the Tropic of Capricorn. Australia has their summer. We have our winter. It's colder in Connecticut than it is in South Carolina because I'm farther away than the sun than you are. Makes sense? So how do you explain... How do you explain Alaska's uh, 30 days of night when they completely go pitch black? Very easy. Very easy. So the sun only sets because of its distance from you. We have shorter days in the winter because the sun is farther away from us. So it rises Mm -hmm. later and sets earlier because it's farther away. When it gets a certain distance on this map, that's when... Let me just stop stop it from moving. That's when the sun um, sets. So here's Alaska right here. Mm -hmm. Well... Let me move the sun to June, April, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Did I do it? All right. So the sun in June, this far away, it's not setting. Okay. When the sun's over here, well, you know what? It's not that far away. It never sets because it never gets far enough away. It's close. And that's why you right. can see the 24-hour sun goes when it's, when it's over this line. Now, when we go out to um, November, December... If we go out to December, the sun is so far away from Alaska, it never rises because it's all the way out here. 
It's never getting close to Alaska. It's going out here and the sun never rises in these inner northern areas. You got it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So so here's the challenge I give everybody. I'm offering three Bitcoins for one proof of the globe. Every day, there's a new video right here. You just click this thumbnail. Up comes the video. Watch it every day. Watch it for two weeks. At the end of that two weeks, if you still think the Earth is a globe, send me the proof and you win three Bitcoins. Okay. But before you do, you have to hit this question mark. And this is where we get by <clears throat> the censorship. These are all the questions you're going to ask. What about Coriolis? What about gravity? Where's the edge? Eclipses? Why the lie? Like if you click why the lie, up comes a playlist that they don't want you to see. Google will not serve you these videos. These videos will blow your mind. Okay. Hmm. And so you watch these videos and you're like, oh, that's why they're lying. Right. And if you, if you have another question, you know, like what about eclipses? Click about what about eclipses? Open YouTube. These are videos they don't want you to see, right? You watch these videos, you'll be like, wow, I never knew that eclipses repeat every so where can people years. Where can people find this app if they want to download the app? So the app, this is my, real quick, there's other things. Uh, mud floods. Our interview will be in here under DITRH interviews. That's my channel. Short videos here. Uh, lost history of flat earth. Mind-blowing. 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 Right, you watch that, you're done. Nobody can watch the lost history of flat Earth and not become an obsessed um, flat earther. Books, tons of books on flat Earth. Boom, there's the book, 16, uh, 16 Emergency Landings. And this um, is all in the app? This is all this is all in the app, and it does so much more. I got playlists in different languages. Um, let me show you another thing. You know what's cool? When you understand that the Earth is flat, it's nice to find like-minded, awake people. Well, mm. I'm just adding, this is not on the app yet, but it's on mine because I'm testing it. Right here, this handshake, what's that? If you click the handshake, up comes a map of the world and see these blue dots, these are just my testers right now, okay? So okay. here's South Carolina, uh, who's this? This is uh, Karen B. If I click the little chat head there, bam, up comes messaging, I could say, hi, Karen. Oh, that's nice, man. Yeah, and you could say, hey, I'm going over to the little pub Come join me, right? Bam. And uh, and that way you can see all the flutters. And now check this out. Kind of exciting seeing those dots, right? But even if you zoom in, watch this. You see there's one dot there. But if you zoom in, wait a minute. Oh, no, there, actually, there is only one there. But sometimes there's more dots on top of dots because you can't even see them. This is mm -hmm. only like a dozen users, right? Here's my Here's my developer in India. But if I zoom in, you'll see that that one dot is it one dot? Well, now there's only one. But sometimes there are dots on top of dots. When this so goes you live, just ran a beta right now. Then, when right? this one, I just ran a couple testers. When this goes live in a week, there's going to be a hundred thousand dots. Wow. <laughs> okay, it's going to be insane. And what? Here's the other thing. You know, people. We love. We're humans. We love companionship. You go out to a bar. You go out to a party. That's where you meet people. On this, if you say like, hey, I'm at the beach or whatever, Jones Beach, I'm traveling. I'd say, hey, hey, I see you're at the same beach as me. I'm going over to the tiki bar. Meet me. I'm the guy with the backwards cap on the corner of the bar. I'll buy you a drink. Bam, you go over, you meet this person. Guy, girl, doesn't matter. I'm not talking about, it's not a dating app. You already have more in common with that person than any other person you'd randomly meet anywhere. Okay? This is going to bring people together in such a way, it's unbelievable. So right here, this little red dot, 
ah, somebody messaged me. If I click that, up comes the messaging. Uh, Wendy sent me a message. Um, this is just test test stuff. Bam. Where's it? We've just been testing. So pretty cool, right? Yeah, man. I mean, so how, before we jump off, because I know you're on, we're on a time constraint. Yeah. Before we jump off, how many people right now are in this community right now uh, that you've, you've awoken from? <laughs> oh, from the hundred, of hundreds the, the of thousands at this point. There, there's already there's over 100,000 app users uh, that accept push, push messages. There's people that don't accept them. Every day you get a, uh, a single notification um, what the daily video is about. And there's over 100,000 people that accept those. So Flat Earth is not dying. Flat Earth is exploding. Flat Earth may be why tyranny is happening right now, because if people wake up to the Flat Earth, their reign is over. They're done. We need to figure out where we are, who we are, what we are, the powers of our mind, because they're limiting our mind with the globe. They're, they're, they're keeping us in fear. Okay? And they're, they don't want us to know what this world is. And then the other thing is they have us playing on their Monopoly board. Do you ever play Monopoly? Yeah. You know what it says in the directions? If the bank runs out of money, what to do? No. It says just get some pieces of paper and write some more money on it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> We're playing on their Monopoly board. So they control us by controlling our minds, not letting us realize how big expansive this place is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they control us with money. We need to get off their money and get into our own money. Privacy cryptocurrency, not centralized cryptocurrency, which they're going to try to introduce. If we accept their centralized cryptocurrency after the dollar crashes next week or whenever, um, we're going to go into a thousand years of slavery. Privacy cryptocurrency destroys them. They're finished. And knowing where you are, the, the analogy I use is the matrix. Neo in the matrix, at the beginning, his soul knows the truth of the world, but his mind is plugged into the mind matrix. It's controlled. The television programming has controlled him. So, at the end of the movie, Neo realizes who he is, where he is, what he is, and the power of his mind, how he can make his world. He can create his world because he can see the world. That's Put those two next to each other. That's what's happening right now. Everything you have in your life is because of the way that you think. You've brought it into your life. If you're afraid of everything, you're going to bring fear into your life. Right. If you're, you know, but if you live in this globe and there's nothing more, you're not going to be able to manifest. Your thoughts aren't going to go out that far because you're going to limit them. You're going to limit them. So why the lie? Why with all the tyranny that's going on in the world? Why am I talking about this? Because this is the key to our freedom. This is why I walked away from my own company. This is why I do this full time. This is why I'm talking to everybody. Because if we ever get our freedoms back, we're not going to keep them long if we still are spinning out of control, lost in space. So I want to get you back on um, at some point because we have, I mean, there's so much more stuff I want to talk about, like the dome. We didn't get a chance to get to that today, um, but I will schedule back on so we can talk about the use uh, from one of your videos. You said there's a dome around the planet. Well, we won't touch on that well hang now. on. Let me, let me touch on okay. that. I'm not sure okay. what it is. <laughs> I kind of think that the sky is flat. If you ask me, and I don't think the dome, mm-hmm. I think the, the sky is like 62 miles up in the air. Lots of evidence of that things hitting it. Um, all sorts of stuff. So 62 miles isn't a big, <clears throat> a big bulbous, you know, snow globe dome like this. It's very, it would be very low. Mm-hmm. It would be like, you know, on the, this scale, you'd barely be able to see it above, above this. Cause 62 miles is, you know, the tiniest little, um, little lift. So that's how I think we see the world. And again, 
with a low ceiling. Imagine you and I are in a room with recessed lights in the ceiling. Now expand that room to 10 miles wide and I send you eight miles in the other direction. Okay. <clears throat> in less than a mile, the ceiling and the floor are going to emerge and I'm not going to be able to see you anymore. Right? Yeah. If you go back, I've been to Las Vegas in the one of those, some of those long hotels, the, the end of the hallway, the ceiling is touching the floor. Right? It's just how, how it is. And then you zoom in with a camera and you open it up and you can see. Right? You yeah. zoom in with a zoom lens. So you're five, 10 miles away five, you know, in that room. And I tell you to look up at the lights. I can't see the lights that you're seeing and you can't see the lights I'm seeing. I'm in the Northern Hemisphere. You're in the Southern Hemisphere. That's why we see different stars. I can see Polaris because it's right there. You can never see Polaris because it never gets close enough to you. That makes sense. So I see it's like, it's like when you see the clouds, like there's some, like the other day, I pointed this out. We were driving and the clouds were so low. It looked like you can actually touch them with your hands. You know, there's a a lot of people that are saying that the sky is lower than it used to be when we were kids. And uh, I kind of think that also, maybe maybe I'm just taller. I don't know. (laughs) So this is all perspective. You know, this cloud is the same height as this cloud, you know, as they go into the distance, you'll take clouds that are over your head on a flat, you know, when they're all sitting on that deck, um, 30 miles away, they're touching the water. And then the sun just goes beyond it because it's a terrestrial object, not a celestial. I mean, it's a celestial object, not a terrestrial object. You know, I can zoom my camera into right here and open up that space and see the boats that are in there. But I can't zoom my camera in through this cloud to see the sun that went beyond that cloud. You see? And so once it goes away, you can't zoom it back in because it's a a celestial object from a terrestrial point of view. Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go to this uh, this festival you guys are having. Um, it's called. And- write it down. FlatEarthFestivals.com. FlatEarthFestivals.com, and then find Flattoberfest, and it's a two day show. Presentations, people hanging out, booths, um, <clears throat> mostly just hanging out. It's gonna be a lot of cool stuff. And the next, the second day is mostly music. Flat Earth music, really nice. good stuff. And. Uh, I'm telling you, you will have the greatest friggin' time ever. Flatearthfestivals.com. Well, listen, man, it's actually been an absolute blast having you on the show, man. And like I said, I, I got to schedule back in so we can keep talking about this because you're making some really good points. Um, and I'm going to check that book out, the 16 uh, emergency landing spots. Uh, and I'm going to check your app out as well. Uh, Let me tell you about the app. F- go, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, so I was going to say for the folks that want to find you, what are the social media platforms that you're on right now? Um, the, the flat earth podcast on Facebook, the flat earth podcast.com, the flat earth podcast, Instagram. Um, but the best place is <clears throat> the flat earth sun, moon and Zodiac clock app by blue water Bay. It's the highest rated app on the Android store. It's the highest rated app in the Apple, Google and the Google play store. Um, but there's already like a flat earth society by the Ron media group knockoff of my app. It's horrible. And it's gatekeeping. It's they're, they're, they're not even trying to steal my app. They're trying to capture your weak minds. Um, feel free to get their app. Just don't send me an email telling me my app sucks because <laughs> it doesn't. All right. And then um, the, the app is $2 and 99 cents. So you're buying me almost a beer. Okay. And a cheap, <laughs> in a cheap place. And that's it. Now, listen, people said, hey, Dave, you know, when I first made it, it didn't have all the features it has. I said, Dave, can you put this on it? Can you put this on it? And I, I, I was like, well, it costs too much money to do that. 
And they're like, well, put a donation button. They don't allow donation buttons. So I put a subscribe button. You can subscribe for 99 cents a month or just 11 bucks for the year. Pretty, pretty easy. That's a margarita, by the way. A margarita with a, with a dollar tip. Okay. And uh, the, the, um, you don't have to subscribe. But if you want to, you can. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how you support the app and, and all of the extra features it does. But again, don't subscribe unless... Every day before in the morning, when you wake up, before you pee, you grab the app to watch the video. If you're watching that video before you pee every single day, you need to subscribe. Okay. Nice. All right. So, and if you forget all of this, flatearthdave.com, it'll bring you to my website. It'll bring you to the app. It'll bring you everything. If you're watching this on a video, just point your phone right there, click, and you got it. Awesome. All right, Dave, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. We will schedule you back on to come again so we can keep you, get you on for another, uh, for at least an hour so we can, because there's so much more ground. You have so much knowledge in your head about this and so much more ground to cover. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure Um, for everybody out there. Please go follow Dave. Uh, He has his own YouTube channel. Uh, You'll be able to find this podcast uh, on my channels as well. It was a pleasure, Dave. Thank you for coming Thanks. on, and you have a fantastic day, man. All right, man. Send me a link when this is up, and I'll put it on the app under uh, inter- under my interviews tab. No problem. All right, man. See you. See you later. Thanks.